Welcome to the Tell Janice Radio Show, where you will hear inspiring stories about life, love, and labor from amazing women to help lift you up. Now, here's your host, Janice. Thanks very much, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're listening, and I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from our guest today. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you that if you know of a fabulous female that you would like me to give a shout-out to with a few words of encouragement, acknowledgement, or congratulations, please let me know their names by clicking on the link at telljanice.com. My guest today is Janice Grace Nelson. Her company's name is Love Your Life Now. Janice Grace is an award-winning spiritual life coach, speaker, and teacher inspiring conscious people worldwide to push past their fears and move forward with greater confidence and courage, clarity, and commitment to live a bigger life. She shares her dynamic and powerful process to bring about real-life changes as you follow your heart and empower yourself to create a life you love, as she puts in caps now, and she says this is not a dress rehearsal. I'm so excited to have Janet on on the show again. It's always a pleasure to have a return guest, and I can't wait to hear her topic today, which she'll explain shortly. Welcome to the show, Janet. Thank you, Janice. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for this lovely invitation. I'm so grateful. Oh, it's it's my it's my pleasure. And I know you have a new topic for us today, being that it's it's July and it's Freedom Month, but let's get started with you telling our guests who maybe didn't hear our last show a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, I am, uh, <laughs> I was given what I have now come to understand as one of the greatest blessings in my life, and um, it didn't look like that at first. Um, I was in a near-death motorcycle accident and um, broke over 100 bones in my body, and <laughs> When they put Humpty Dumpty back together again, um, they told me that I would never walk again. They told me that I would never have children, and I had broken all the bones in my face, and they really put my face back together from a photograph and um, told me that only time would tell. (laughs) So for a 20-year-old fashion design student, that wasn't a very good prognosis on my future, but there was my heart had a different message. My heart was really filled with such gratitude and love, and my family was all around me, and I've always been a woman of faith, and I just knew that if I had been given a second chance at life, and the truth is we're all given second chances all the time, and to choose from love and not from fear is really my basic message in all of my work as a spiritual life coach and uh, a sacred retreat leader um, and, a, and a speaker and an author. Um, we really need to follow our hearts and let love be our guide so that we can live a life that we truly love, that's vibrant and fulfilling and free, really that feels free. So, um, and I'm great, so grateful to... to say that, you know, um, I learned how to walk uh, on my own in about a year and a half, and I have two beautiful children that are now <laughs> in their 30s, and, um, and I'm just so grateful every single day for this beautiful blessing called life. 
And, so um, what was a, tragi- yeah. a tragedy just really propelled you into what you're doing now and, and really has helped you in your in your life. What an inspiring story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's there again. Um, and, and it's inspired, I've been traveling around the world. I lead sacred journeys, like I said, and um, speak to a lot of um, women's groups and um, even the boys that are coming back from the war that are maimed and, and really just kind of feel defeated, um, I help them to switch their, their minds and, and open their heart to a whole new perspective of what their life could look like from this day forward. What a wonderful mission to be given, and that's been your purpose. And and you've been to Nepal, Africa, Greece, and and you're going back to Tuscany soon. Yes, yes, I'm taking a group to Tuscany and the Amalfi Coast in September and um, just once again seeing so many of the beautiful sights, the um, places in Florence and Rome and Tuscany and we're going to hike the path of the gods. I, uh, hiking is my, is my um, favorite uh, activity. So um, I always find a sacred journey and a, and a place to um, hike wherever we go. And so, yeah, it's very exciting. Well, it sounds magical. And I, I failed to mention that you're out of Big Bear Lake. I was just up there. Beautiful hike. What a, what a spiritual and an inspirational place to live. Yes, absolutely love it here. Yeah. Now, now you have um five-step freedom formula that you want to discuss on our show today. Did you want to get mm-hmm. started with that? Sure. I'm it's a it's a wonderful place to start because I think you know, here we are in this beautiful um month of July where, you know, it's uh Independence Day was yesterday. And or two mm-hmm. days ago, and um, and really that is the ultimate desire of each and every one of us is to feel a sense of freedom and independence and liberty to live a life uh, that that we feel a sense of freedom in making our choices and the direction that we're headed and um, the people that we're you know, um, sharing this journey with. Yeah, comes from freedom. Absolutely. You said the number one, um, well, I'll read them, that clarity, confidence, courage, commitment, and claim. So the five C's. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love to, when, in all of my coaching programs and all of my, uh, my speaking and my teaching, I love to make it memorable so that when we do feel stuck and we do feel as if we're <laughs> in a hostage situation, like I don't have any choices and, you know, I have to do this or, or I should do this, that you can even think of one of these five C's and it will raise your level of consciousness so that you feel as if you do have more choices. Once again, another C word. Um, mm-hmm. And and, you know, our, our, our whole life is made up of the choices that we make. That's right. And you say paint vivid pictures of what you see. Feel, um, see it, feel it, taste it, touch it, and hear it. I love that. Yeah. 
Well, you know, and Janice, the, the interesting thing is, is, you know, we, we are creative beings. You know, we are, <laughs> we are creating our life every single day, and some of us are aware of that, and some of us are just on default. But we're also creating our life by the images that we paint. Now, the image of me spending the rest of my life in a wheelchair was not a, an image I wanted to hold. The image of me walking again. And I was a runner. In, I was in college, and I was a runner. So I saw myself running again. And we've heard, all of us heard the stories of these phenomenal athletes that have seen themselves cross the finish line in their mind first before they actually physically did it. And the truth is, that's happening all the time, every day, in every single one of our lives. So we want to paint the images of what we do want and not hold on to the images that we don't want. And we want to use our five senses to see it and smell it and taste it and touch it and, and, and really experience it. You know, um, Roger Bannister ran the first four-minute mile, and everyone said, it couldn't be done, it couldn't be done, it couldn't be done. And he did it in his mind a thousand times, and he could hear the roar of the crowd cheering him on. And as soon as he did it, as soon as he broke that four-minute mile, dozens of people did it within, within the first couple months of him breaking the barriers. And just like people summiting, I have now summited Mount Kilimanjaro and Mount Whitney and all of the, um, the 10,000 um, feet um, uh, summits here in the uh, San Bernardino Mountains. And I saw myself at the top before I actually took my first step at the bottom. I love that. So seeing it and propelling yourself into the future. And you, you also mentioned using confidence because we need to release our old limiting beliefs, correct? Yes. You have to catch yourself when you say, I can't do this, or who do I think I am? And, you know, most of us, our, our, our subconscious mind um, accepts everything we tell it and everything that's said to us. So from the time we're born to the time we're seven years old, all of the well-meaning family, our parents, our teachers um, have been say things, give us their belief systems about money, about relationships, about what we're capable of doing or not doing. And those patterns, those, those um, messages run over and over and over in our minds. And we don't replace them until we become aware of them. So if you were raised in a household where the money story was, don't take more than your fair share, there's not enough, money doesn't grow on trees, uh, you know, all of those things, you have to challenge those in order to move up or summit to a whole other level of success for yourself. Does that make sense? 
Oh, entirely. And it's it's we it's almost like a rebirth where you have to instead of drawing on your past experiences and what people think you should do, you and you've decided what you want to do and you've seen it and felt it, um you have to take a stand for your dreams as you put it in number 4 as the commitment part. Yes. Yes. And and number 3, courage is so important. The 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 Greek root of um, the word courage is core or of the heart, you know, and we have to listen to your heart. You have the authority. Uh, you, have the, you have the best authority for what's right and good for your life. And we can listen to the opinions and, and ideas of others, but you are the final say-so. So you have this opportunity to listen to the voice of your heart, quiet your mind. I say get out of your head and into your heart. When you quiet your mind and you open your heart, you can listen for your inner guidance to know you can do it. You can. And I fell down and fell down and we all fall down. We fall down in money. We fall down in relationships. We fall down in business. And we have to get back up and say, I can do this. I can do this. And let your heart, when we put our shoulders back and we let our heart lead the way, we not only feel better and feel more empowered about the path and the direction that you're taking for your life, but there's, a, there's an energy that you are emitting that comes from that place of courage that you're now showing so many others by example that you can do this and so can they. Right. And and I think the the courage is, is so important. I read recently, you know, we look at some of our failures as, as just that, failures, but instead of looking at them as failures, they're experiments. So I'm going to try this, and if it doesn't work, it's not a failure. That was an experiment. So yes. I, I like, and, yeah, and that, yeah. that I think ties directly into the courage of just moving forward step at a time. Okay, I'm going to try this, and mm-hmm. listen to your heart, as you said, and just move forward and forward and forward and forget all the past and if they're they're not considered failures. So that really helped yeah. me as well. Yes, and, and this this month in in the month of July, where it is all about freedom and um, set your you know free yourself to be you with a capital Y. And I my newsletter my my message this month was use more F words, freedom, focus, <laughs> fulfillment, faith, forward. You know if we use more F words that are more life-giving and and living from that life force that's in each one of us we will feel better and it's all about how you feel because how we feel is the energy that not only are we sitting in and swimming in but that we're letting out all around us you know we all had experiences of when someone negative or um or defeatist walks into a room you can feel their energy we can also feel the energy when someone 
loving and kind and positive and encouraging walks into the room. And you can choose to focus on either one of those at any moment. Oh, I entirely agree with that, too. Um, and, and we want to be that person that walks in that's going to uplift other people, and then we're going to portray that positive energy. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've all, I've, it took me a while, actually, to realize that, that you can really or I can really feel the negative, negative energy if someone enters a room or if I meet somebody immediately. You know, yeah. and I don't ever want to be that person. I decided that years ago, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, you you have a, a few questions here. Um, number one, in the area of creating that life you love, what is your number one challenge? Or what's our number one challenge? Yeah, so just in, in asking, um, you know, for all the audience that's out there today, just giving yourself this moment this precious moment to bring to your awareness what is your number one challenge and it could be in the area of relationships it could be in the area of health it could be in the area of finances but just bringing it to the light or to your awareness in this moment and and asking yourself you know what in in having this number one challenge what do I focus on? Do I focus on the solution or am I focusing on this is taking me down? Mm-hmm. And, if you're, and if you give yourself permission to focus on solutions, writing down, um, letting your, um, your pen be your, your best friend right now and writing down possible solutions to your number one challenge. You know, doing research, having a positive outlook, um, uh, putting out the, the affirmations, you know, claiming, claiming the solution as the thing that you want to focus on. So for me, when I was going through that life challenge, I, my number one challenge was my health. And I put all of my energy and focus on my vibrant health, my seeing myself walk again, seeing myself living a happy, joyful, fulfilling life. So what, asking your audience, too, when they understand and identify what is your number one challenge, take the next step and say, what would I love? What is the solution that I would love to focus on? And every time you feel yourself moving away from that into doubt, worry, fear, anxiety, anything that pulls you away from that vision, reminding yourself, I can do this, and I am vibrantly healthy, or I am financially free, or I Mm -hmm. am doing work that's fulfilling, whatever area of their lives they're working on most. I mean, this is what I do with all of my clients, is we get crystal clear. Number one is the clarity. 
getting crystal clear on what you would truly love in your life and holding that vision and and paying more attention to the vision of what you do want than the distraction or the or the uh, dissuasion, the roadblocks, um, and like you said, failures. If we focus on our failures, we're not going to reap the benefits of the feedback that our failures can give us. Um, right. My mentoring teacher taught me about looking at our failures with eyes of gratitude and a heart open to what was the feedback that I can benefit from that was a seeming failure. So you talked about it as an experience and, and, and just taking it into another, another level is what is the feedback that I learned? What was the feedback from falling down in a business or falling down in a relationship? I, you know, we learn from everything. And just like a newborn or, or a toddler who's learning how to walk again, they fall down, they get back up, they try again. They fall down, they get back up, they try again. And that's exactly what each and every one of us is here to do in all the areas of our life that matter to us. Our health, our finances, our, our career choices, or I, I help a lot of my clients um, living a legacy that they want to leave behind. So I call it creating the legacy of love and creating a nonprofit, creating foundations that um, maybe a family member was challenged by cancer or um, heart disease, and they want to create, um, create something that has uh, a, a signature or has their mother's loving memory in, tied into their legacy and it gives them even more purpose beyond the paycheck you know it's right. like purpose beyond the paycheck is really the motto that I that I share with them because I believe that if we live with a deeper purpose and a greater passion and we and we prosper doing what we love life truly is an incredible blessing Oh, absolutely, and I love the the purpose beyond a paycheck. Um, and legacy is so important, and creating a legacy of love, as you put it, um, is important, especially as as we get older. Um, but we can start much younger, and I think we can help our children start much younger in creating those legacies. In fact, I don't recall whether you told me in our last um interview who was your inspiration you mentioned something somebody as a mentor but going backwards especially since you had that near-death experience so many years ago who helped you through that was it family members um who exactly helped you you know back in 1980 they did not have physical therapy so um literally and i was literally flat on my back for almost three months and I was in a full body cast because I'd broken my back in so many different places. They, they just wrapped me up and put me in this great big mummy. I was in a body cast. So when, when they put me on this slant board and put me um, vertical, um, 
they 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 basically put me in the polls and and said you know heel toe heel toe, and we did that for a couple of days and then they sent me home and said good luck. And wow, my it was so, it was a different world back back in 1980, and um, but I. I've always been a woman of faith, and um, I jokingly say Jesus has been my boyfriend since I was since I was a toddler. You know, I was raised Catholic, and I always just had this beautiful vision, and you know, this this um, he has always been there for me, and the so the energy um, and the and the beautiful um, relationship that I have with Jesus and God and my faith that's so strong, but also the power of love, my family. Um, I went back home because I had to recover, and um, my I, I lived with my parents for six months, and my siblings were there and just encouraged me and loved me and prayed for me and supported me, um, and it was really, truly, uh, my story and all the, I have seven keys to living a courageous life in um, my most recent book that was published in 2014. And it's, you know, the story of the power of love, my family and my friends and um, um, the power of prayer was, I know, was a huge healing force in my life, mm-hmm. in my recovery. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I don't know how people get through without without um, a form of higher power. I'm a Christian, and I I love the Lord, too. And I just have to say this because, you know, growing up, and you said you were Catholic, correct? Uh-huh. And, and, and you, you, um, you portrayed Jesus as your boyfriend. Why didn't you get into being a nun? You know what? People ask me that all the time, and, you know. I, but I am a minister. I'm an open faith minister. Um, when um, when I got married, um, my former husband was had actually been married in the Catholic Church, and we could not get our the marriage annulled, so we could not be married in the Catholic Church. And in 1983, they actually um, just disassociated me from the Catholic Church. Wow. So, yeah, so, um, so, you know, I just know that God is, is love, is pure love, and I've just believed in the power of love, and now I'm an open faith minister, I'm an agape, um, uh, practitioner, spiritual practitioner, um, so I just believe in uh, unconditional love and that God is in in all religions. There's just many channels mm-hmm. and and um, one source, many channels. And I just believe that it's all faith lead to love and lead to God. So um, so it's, in a way, I am a nun, but <laughs> but uh, a, a nun with options. <laughs> Not in the traditional sense, right? Not in the traditional sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's yeah. good because you wouldn't have had your your two children that were just such miracles to have, considering that you didn't think you could have children at the, back and you know after your yeah. accident. So what what yeah. a miracle! Um, yeah. I think we, we got through your questions. Um, the last one was, what are you willing to do to solve your number one challenge to feel better about yourself and your life? 
Mm-hmm. Like, what are we yeah. willing to do? Yeah, and really that's it's such an important question to ask yourself because I know that when I was going through a transformational time in my life, um, my children were away at college, um, my 22-year marriage had come to a completion. Um, we had, we had no, we, we really realized that we no longer saw our future together and we had different ideas about what it looked like and what it felt like. And, um, and I had a very successful jewelry design business for 20 years and that didn't feel fulfilling. And this was 11 years ago that I was going through all this, um, this transitional time in my life. And, um, I really was willing to ask myself that question. What am I willing to do and willing to invest in myself? I went back to school. I went into ministerial school. I got my master's degree. I got multi-certifications in in life mastery coaching with Mary Morrissey and Bob Proctor. And I studied and invested in myself, um, you know, and... You know, I, we, had, we were putting our children through college, and I was literally going through the next phase, like a master's degree in my own life. And so even though I had not financially invested in my higher learning or what was next for me up until that point, at that point, my mentor and coach said, you know, here you are going through the next phase of your life in your learning, you're, you're creating this next amazing aspect of your journey of your life, what are you willing to invest? And I was, had just invested seventy dollars and $80,000 in my children's higher learning, so I had to ask myself, don't I deserve to invest financially and emotionally and mentally and physically in my own um, mastery of the next phase of my life. And so um, many of us women specifically, you know, we're so used to taking care of everyone else. And when it comes to investing in ourselves, we cut ourselves short. So it's a really important question to ask yourself, what are you willing to invest in yourself because you deserve the best life possible. And, and if you're going back to getting your master's degree or um, um, go, you know, investing in a, a, a program that helps you to catapult your courage, your commitment, your clarity, and your confidence, you can claim a whole new dimension of yourself and your life from a whole new perspective. Well, that's really inspiring, Janet. I, I, I love that you put together this five-step freedom formula, um, and you mentioned it, clarity, confidence, courage, commitment, and claim, and, and primarily and most importantly, investing in ourselves, especially during yeah. a transitional period that you've been through and a lot of us have been through. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because the, the, we can't really solve the problem at the level of consciousness by which the challenge is there. We have to raise our consciousness 
in order to look at different possibilities. Right. Now, do you have, regarding that five-step um, freedom formula, what do you have available, or did you want to talk about your upcoming events? We're running out of time um, quickly regarding Tuscany, et cetera. What's coming up for you that our, our listeners can benefit from? Yes. Well, first and foremost, Janice, I just want to thank you, and I just I'm so grateful to um, be here to be of service to your wonderful audience, and I want to offer a free gift. Um, for everyone on your call to go on to my website, JanetGraceNelson.com, and on my homepage is um, you can sign up for a free 30-minute one-on-one break-free session call, the coaching call, my gift to you, um, and we'll talk about what your number one challenge is, where you are, where you want to go, and what could possibly be holding you back from living that life, from from going through that transitional time right now. So I would love to offer that free gift to anyone who's on your call, you know, today and whoever listens to the to the recording of this. Um, it's my gift and uh, my great pleasure to be of service in this way because I think we're all here to live a life we truly love. And this isn't a dress rehearsal. You know, this is the only life we get in this monkey suit. So we want to live it to the best, fun, fulfilling, free life and enjoy this journey. And speaking of journeys, I am taking a group this year um, to Tuscany and the Amalfi Coast. And we leave on September 10th. We'll be gone for 11 days. It's all, it's an extraordinary, beautiful journey. We're going to be learning Italian cooking lessons and going to the markets. And we have a, um, we have a wonderful private guide. We're staying in a 200-year-old Italian villa. And we're going to be having sacred um, meditations, open your heart meditations every morning. And um, spending time really um, each morning we're going to learn Italian phrases and we're going to be in a sacred circle of amazing conscious women that um, that are really on this journey to experience the fullness of their life and fall deeper in love with themselves and fall deeper in love with their life and their journey and what they're here what you're here for to really experience and know yourself and the deepest and highest level well, I love that, and you're such an inspiration, and what an inspirational message you've given today. I really appreciate you being on the show. It's been such a pleasure, and I'm going to repeat for our listeners, www.JanetGraceNelson.com. Get in touch with her regarding her five-step freedom formula and the possible uh, trip to Tuscany. Sounds so dreamy, and thank you once again, Janet. Oh, thank you, Janice, and God bless you for all the work that you're doing. Oh, God bless you, you too. Love you, too. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, All right. Bye-bye. Have a beautiful day. Bye. You do the same. Bye-bye. Thank you. Ladies, I am so happy that you tuned in today and learned from our amazing, fantastic female guests, and I hope you recognize this as an opportunity to pass their knowledge on to your daughters and friends and share the wisdom of the ages. 
I'll talk to you again soon. And in the meantime, let's lift each other up, spread the love, and share an attitude of gratitude. You've been listening to the Tell Janice Radio Show. If you'd like to be a guest or suggest a guest for the show, or if you would like to nominate a fabulous female for a shout-out by Janice on the live show, please visit www.telljanice.com. Please share this episode with your social network and help us lift women up. Join us next week for another episode of Tell Janice. How do you help business owners think differently about their businesses? Well, uh, you know, I think that there's a range of business owner, right? So, and I provide a couple of different services. On the, on the coaching and consulting side of my business, I think that's what I truly do is, is I help to educate. I think that's the key word, educate business owners on both their opportunities as well as I open their eyes up to what they need to commit to. Uh, certainly when it comes to a personal brand uh, and certainly when it comes to their own business, if, if it's a smaller business, right? So, right. you know, I, I educate them on their opportunities. I help them to uncover and really visibly see, you know, who their target audience is online, what their online behaviors are, how to engage them in an authentic way, which is not a piece of cake. You know, it's not like what I'm talking about, steps one, two, and three. It actually does take time, effort, and uh, it takes listening. And that's really what social media was born on, which was data mining. So for business owners, um, and that's why I'm launching on my on my back end of my site, um, starting in October, I'm launching from October through about, let's say, January, February, six different courses, all kind of crash courses, all very much for smaller business owners or, you know, business owners that have small businesses that are growing. So that's, you know, I think a small business owner versus someone that is either a mid-market decision maker or I've worked with enterprise level C-levels and their education is much, much different. You know, they've been in the game for a while. They're probably not seeing results and um, it's really about helping them to identify, you know, like, for example, I've worked with many manufacturing companies who've been doing business in a great way for a really long time in an old school kind of what I call like boys network of selling, but haven't used the web. So they need to think in a different way, um, but still leverage their own business processes. Can you share a little bit about yourself to our guest? Sure. So once upon a time, I was a physical therapist, and I had a few bright ideas. So before I knew it, I became an entrepreneur. And over the course of time, I had three fabulous companies, and each one of them grew exponentially. So for example, one of them was an infomercial company that sold hair products for uh, African Americans and Hispanics. And within the first six months, we sold $12 million worth of product. So as you can imagine, that's kind of astronomical growth. And what I learned was that a person who's a physical therapist without any business experience really can get into a lot of trouble. So as good as those companies were, I literally almost grew broke three times. So I had to learn something about business at that point. So that was my beginning. And then for the last 15 years, I've been guiding uh, companies in growing and 
succeeding and working with their people, their strategy, their execution, and their cash management. So that's who I am. Well, that's that's terrific. Um, your logo says scaling for growth is um, a big five for life enterprise. Can you tell more about the big five? Sure. So a few years ago, when the economy was really down, I met a fellow by the name of John Strelecki, who is an author of uh, several books. One of them is The Why Cafe, and another one is The Big Five for Life. And it's really all about knowing your purpose for existing, your own purpose, your business's purpose. And then what are the five things that you want to uh, experience or do in your life so that at the end of your life, you could say your life was a success. And that doesn't just mean money. It could be anything that you aspire to doing. And companies that instill the big five into their, with their employees really attract the right people and they retain them as well because the company then acknowledges their employees as people and find out what you know what interests them and what their big five would be so that they could support them so we're a big five for life enterprise now john has been very popular in the netherlands and germany in fact his book is one of his books the big five for life has been on the bestseller list for 116 weeks and wow. uh, another one of his books uh, the Y Cafe is also number one. So there's big five for life coaches all over the world, but not.